Shalom Aleichem, dear friends. Shavua Tov. I hope everyone had a inspiring, uplifting Shabbos Kodesh. Bez Hashem continuing in going through the Haggadah Shal Pesach. Baruch HaMokom Baruch Hu Baruch Shanoson Torah Lamo Yisrael. Baruch Hu. Kineged Arba Bonim Dibra Torah. So, we are blessing Hashem for the fact that He gave us the Torah. And in the Torah, it speaks out four times a discussion between the father or the parent and the son the child and it does it four times because it's talking about four different scenarios four different types of children Chacham, Rosha Atam someone who doesn't know how to even ask Maral explains the Baruch the blessing Hashem for the fact that He did this, as we say that it's unbelievable. The Torah is so holy and so high and so lofty, and therefore it's so concise that very often we learn out entire halachas from an extra letter or from one extra word. And yet here, because of how precious Jewish children and the chinuch of Jewish children is to Hashem. So in, he wrote in the Torah four different approaches, four guidance to us as parents how to deal with four different types of children. Now I want to preface this by saying that assuming these children, and that's the pashtas is that the children are ktanim, they're small children, they're not yet obligated in anything. So, how is one of them being called a Russia? That's question number one. Question number two is, if he is a Russia, then seemingly... The contrast should be a tzaddik, the righteous child, and there is no tzaddik. There is no uh, over here. The some people perhaps consider that to be the chacham, but a chacham is a chacham. Ezu chacham, halom in the kolodim. A chacham is someone who loves to learn, and that's the question of the chacham that we're going to see in a minute. He asks a long, intricate, detailed question. He loves the wisdom. And the Chacham asks, Mahavoda, what is the service? Vahukim and the superrational laws. And the Mishpatim and the reasonable laws that Hashem commanded you. Now that just shows a love for wisdom. It doesn't necessarily show some unbelievable level of tzitkas. So again, we're asking, 
First of all, we, we, we don't have here a tzaddik. We don't have here a, a chosid. We're not talking about levels of righteousness. We're talking about here children. So where they're not bali bichira, they're not free will decision makers. We're talking about personalities. So we're seeing over here there are four personality types for children. Personality type of a chacham. There are certain children, they love wisdom, they love reading, they love thinking, they love information. Now that can be, it could be good, it could be for good, it could be for bad. So that's going to play out later on in life. A person has to know how to be mechanech such a child. And then, there's a child, uh, seems to be a personality type of a child called a Russia. And then, personality of a Tam, and an Yodea Lisho. So the Sefer Likute Amorim says that, uh, says an explanation of the Posek. Posek says uh, that Hashem states Barasi tzadikim, barasi rishoyim. I've created righteous people, I've created evil people. Obviously, the question is, how can, how can such a statement be made? Hashem gave man free choice, free will. So what is he? Tzadik, it's because the person chose to be a tzadik, they worked on it. If someone's a Russia, it's because they chose to be a Russia. They made bad decisions. So, how do we understand such a pasuk? So he explains that it means predispositions. Like we know, the Gemara tells us that every time that Rivka walked by a house of Avodah so Asaph started trying to get out, trying to start pulling, trying to go there. That's what he was drawn to. And every time she walked by a house of Torah learning, meaning the tents of Shem Ve'ever, Yaakov was trying to get out. And yet we know that in a discussion with, with Rebbe and Antoninus, the Roman emperor, so... Antoninus points out that the Pazak says that the Yitzhahara waits for us at the, at the entranceway. Chatas Bepesach Rovets. That it there waits, there it waits at the entrance, entrance to where? Entrance into the world. Only when the child comes into the world does the Yitzhahara even take effect, take hold. So rather what? Rather it means that there are certain predispositions. And that's that's uh, it's not to say that Asa was doomed to be a, a Russia. It's not to say that Yaakov was doomed to be a tzaddik. It's that Asa was going to have a predisposition in a certain direction, and his avodas Hashem was going to be through that. He was meant to the way that the, uh, the Sefer Lakute Amorim says is that he was going to have a major. He doesn't talk about this particular case. But he talks about Russia in general that he was going to have a major difficulty throughout life. He was going to be constantly having to grapple and and wrestle and overcome his powerful urges and his pulls to do negative things. A person was born with strong tithes. A person was born with uh, a 
uh, energy and a, and a pull in, in such in such directions, it it predisposes them. Mashiach came. We can imagine Yaakov. He was a ish tam Yoshev oilum. He was a he was a person who loved wisdom. He was a person who, from the very beginning, he wanted to learn. He wanted to understand. He wanted to think. Now, now that person is probably going to be fairly safe from the Yitzhahara. Probably, I mean, I guess everyone has the Yitzhahara in different ways, but the Yitzhahara of becoming a mamasha, a, 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 a glaring Russia. Rather, the fight for him is going to be how big a tzaddik can he become? Can he can he really, you know, become? This unbelievable pillar of of Hasidus, Vilna Gaon says that he was constantly challenged by his Yitzhahara to not push himself as hard as he was, to not be as pious and as much of a Yerushalayim as he was, as he wanted to be, as he was pushing himself for. So the the the, the challenge with the Vilna Gaon was not. This very powerful drive for taiva or for other such things, but the, the challenge was going to be: Are you going to become? Uh, are you are you going to become the full, the, the real Vilna Gaon or not? Are you going to be a half? Are you going to become a half? You're going to become. People will still think, "Wow, you're so chashu, you're so important," but Lamaisa, that's not what the person could have become. That's some of the discussion. So perhaps, according to that, we can say that that's what it means over here as well. That there's certain children, they love wisdom, they love, they love reading books, and they, they have a more calm temperament, and they, they, enjoy, they enjoy all these religious discussions and all these things, and, uh, and uh, so they have to know how to, how to relate to such a child. And that's, and that's what it says. It says, uh, how, how do you relate to the Chacham when he asks such an intricate question? So it says... Afata, so, so so reflect. You should reflect to him, meaning uh, take his lead. If you see that the, that the child is drawn to this type of wisdom, so then go even more so. Afata Omer Lo, Pesach. So go ahead and tell him like the laws of Pesach, and all the way from the beginning, all the way to the end of Ein Maftirin, Achar Pesach Afikomen. Tell him everything. Give him, give him the whole wisdom. That's what he loves. The child loves the wisdom. So give him the wisdom. Obviously, uh, it'll require us to know something as well. But give him the full wisdom. What about the Russia? Russia again. It doesn't mean that the child is a Russia. It's a child, perhaps. But maybe it means a child is looking to get a rise out of the parent, looking to say something to uh, you know, trigger to to get to get uh, to get a response. And so, how, how do you do with such a child? What, what do you do? You, you, so you should argue with them back. You should start convincing them. You should start telling them why it is worthwhile. So, the the goal is medayik over here. That the answer to the Russia, afata omer, afata. So just like he is being aggressive, being uh, negative. Afata, so you should do a similar thing. Blunt his teeth. Blunting teeth is going to help him. The teeth of Rishoyim, they grow more and more. Like we know that, uh, as I'll say, that Oak's teeth grew so much that they, they 
grew into the mountain that was on his shoulders. He was looking to throw a klausrel, and he couldn't get it off. Meaning, the teeth of Rishoyim is the expression of Rishus. It's is the is the venoms, is the vampire fangs. So you have to blunt those. You have to remove those. We're talking about a Bezer Shem, this child will be will, will will do unbelievable things in overcoming his or her taivas and and strong drives. These are usually highly intelligent, very energetic, powerful children. So what do you do? You say to him, Omer Lo. To me, not to him. Why is it the third person? If it's telling you, it's saying to you, say the following to him. So then the statement should be, Hashem does for me and not for you. But it doesn't say that. It says it in third person, for me and not for him. So that means the goal is Medayek that is telling you, don't deal with him directly. Ignore him, look at one of the other children and say, anyone who does not view this as their own, so they would not have been saved. Which means you have to help them to break that, to break that Yetzirah. This child has a Yetzirah. This child has a, this, they're, they're looking to get a rise out of you. So first of all, you have to ignore them. You have to not speak directly to them. But through speaking to the other children, there has to be explained the, the in a very very powerful way, very scary way, what's going to happen to Russia? And th- there's no there's no pulling punches on this because this this child is full of intellect and full of energy and wants to play with fire a little bit. That's what the child wants. And just like the child starts sticking things into an electric outlet into a socket. We're not going to just, you know, take, put on the silk gloves and and deal with this so nicely and so kindly. Uh, we're we're going to show this a red line that cannot be crossed. So to over here, it's very important that they should right away understand how terribly dangerous what they're playing with. And Bezos Hashem, it'll be them from this terrible Sakhanas Nefoshis, that this personality type of a child is in danger of. Atam is, is a child who is not, is not pursuing wisdom. So what does the Torah say to us to do? The, the question that Tam asks... Maze, and then we respond to him. Bechozuk yad hotzionu Hashem mitzrayim. That is talking about me base of Adam. That's referring to the mitzvah of the breaking of the neck of the peter hamor of the of the firstborn donkey. And what 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 is, we're being shown over here is that. He wouldn't have asked anything. A time, a simple child, very friendly, easygoing. He'll do what you tell him to do. But you have to arouse the curiosity. When he sees, you take this beautiful, newborn, wonderful, healthy donkey, and then you go and you break the back of its neck. That's jarring. That's, that's 
eye-opening. Whoa, what, what just happened over here? Mazos. That's, that's what it takes to get him to speak. Right? Otherwise, gonna, this, this type of a child is just going to keep on cruising through. And you can't let him cruise through. We have to arouse the curiosity. We have to open up the appetite. So something as drastic as that, the Torah does, to get him to ask, so, so as to open up the taste buds, to be able to receive the answer of Hashem saved us from, from Mitzrayim. And then over here we have a situation where the, the, the child's curiosity cannot be aroused just with, with I mean, the best way to tell a story is if you arouse the curiosity and they open up and they, and they ask. When a person asks, they open themselves up to an answer. That's the best. But if you can't do that, so then you have to do what it Haggadah, like we spoke about last time, is a is a storytelling. It's a, it's a engaging, grabbing experience where through the storytelling, we hope to open up the child to the beauty, the experience of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Those are the four personality types that we have to be equipped to deal with. Obviously, every person should spend a little bit of time thinking about the people that are going to be at their Pesach table, to think about their children, and to think about what is it that I need to do to make this, to make this Sipur, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, this story, this Haggadah, this magical night where I know how to answer to every child, to speak to them, to engage them, to bring them along, to give them what they need, so that Bez Hashem, we can inculcate our Muna, and more importantly, the experience, like we spoke about last time, of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, into our families.